Hi and welcome to the Unapologetically You podcast, your podcast for inspiration, inner peace and allowing you to be you. I'm your host Claire Cockle and it's an absolute pleasure to have you join me here today. If you haven't done already, be sure to hit the subscribe button. This means that you'll be the first to know as soon as any new episode launches. And if you love the podcast or any episode, head over and leave a review on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. It'd be so appreciated. And it helps us to spread the word of the podcast and help others in their journey to becoming their unapologetic self. Episode 15, an epiphany on the mat became a passion in supporting others for mind and body with Anna Coates. Hello and welcome back to episode 15. Today we have a gorgeous episode with yoga teacher Anna Coates and what I love about this episode and this conversation with Anna, we get to hear about the benefits of yoga but also Anna's journey and her passion and how her experiences really led her to seeing the huge benefits that yoga was bringing into her life and how she now supports others with this practice for mind and for body. Anna is a gorgeous and gentle soul and that completely shines through in this episode. So get comfy, feel free to grab a cup of tea, you know that's my favourite, <laughs> and take a listen, enjoy. Hi Anna, it's great to have you here today on the Unapologetically You podcast. Did you want to just introduce yourself first of all to the audience? Yeah, sure. Thank you so much for having me. First of all, it's a a real pleasure to be here and all very exciting. I'm Anna. I am a, a yoga teacher from Guildford in Surrey. I have three children who are 11, 9 and 6 now and I'm a mum of a one-year-old working cocker fur baby as well (laughs) and uh, (laughs) I teach classes well all online at the moment because Mm -hmm. of the pandemic but hopefully getting back to uh, some face-to-face teaching soon as well so yes. Amazing yeah and it's an absolute honour to have you here as well. We connected through Instagram yeah and it's been amazing to see your kind of journey and everything you've been sharing and I'd love to know so where did your yoga journey begin and what led you to where you are now? Mm-hmm. Well I, <laughs> my, so my yoga journey began in Australia actually so my husband and I then boyfriend and girlfriend moved to Australia back in 2004 2005 something like that and we lived in Sydney and over there there is yoga in abundance all over the place but it didn't really occur to me to to start it straight away I kind of knew that it was out there but busy settling into my new life over there yeah and then it wasn't until I'd always suffered quite badly with headaches quite bad tension headaches that was suddenly set in and creep up my neck and all into the top of my head and never had quite got to the bottom of them but in Australia I decided to go and see an osteopath and it was her who suggested I go and try Iyengar yoga and so I looked for a class and found a studio near to me and went along to a um, a beginner's course I can't remember how many weeks it was but a short course mm. and 
I can still so clearly, vividly remember my first class. I can't remember the other ones, but I can so yeah. clearly remember the first one. And I can picture exactly where it was and how the studio felt walking in. It felt like a real sacred space. And it just intrigued me. Everyone, you know, quietly entering this room. And the teacher mm. was a guy who was sat up on this little platform. And he just looked very calm. And it just felt like a really nice place to be. I mean, I had absolutely no clue what I was doing and I wish I had a recording of me in that first class because I bet it was hilarious <laughs> but definitely it just felt so alien to me just everything felt quite strange but afterwards I just knew I loved it and then woke up the next morning feeling so achy and like muscles had worked in my body that I'd never knew were there and um <laughs> and that was the start really and then from there I ended up working at an agency I used to work in PR worked in PR for 10 years and worked at an agency with a, a yoga loving boss and his wife and so he also used to pay for us to go and do a team yoga class every Friday morning oh. and it just spiraled from there really I just mm. kind of ended up surrounding myself with people who loved yoga and there was a studio on the corner of my street and just immersed myself yeah amazing it's so funny isn't it how we can mm. just sometimes fall into these things I know yeah. it really and what's interesting is I haven't had the tension headaches since so really? that was wow. 15 16 years ago I've never had a, another one since starting yoga on a regular basis so yeah that's yeah. incredible isn't yeah. it and probably yeah. a, an amazing reminder as for you as a teacher of the huge mm. benefits that that people can get from it yeah, totally. Amazing. And also, um, I mean, just like I said, I wish I had a video of me in the first class because I, my body was very stiff. I'm not a naturally flexible mm. person. Mm. And it's been a real process and a journey to get to where I am now. So I know that that kind of time and patience really pays off the rewards yeah 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 and I guess a good reminder for anyone listening as well that you don't have to be flexible to do yoga no definitely not and that's something that comes up a lot one of the reasons people don't come to a yoga class because they think they're not flexible enough or you know not bendy enough not slim enough whatever the yeah. thoughts are but the flexibility one is a big part of why people don't come to class but that isn't mm. that isn't needed you don't need yeah. to be flexible to be to enjoy yoga Definitely. Mm. So what what was kind of the shift for you that, you know, when you decided to take this as your as your career and what you do now? Yeah, that's, it's a good question. And it's quite a long it's, it's definitely been a journey. That's yeah. for sure. So I would say so when I really kind of discovered I loved yoga, I was in my 20s. I didn't have kids. I was quite free and just immersed in myself because in Sydney, like I said, it's it's everywhere and you can have quite small city so there's studios on every corner there's yoga all over the place so I was doing a lot and then uh, had my first child and naturally there was a slight shift and I had to relearn how to fit my practice in mm. but it was fairly easy and I made a commitment to keep going to class which I knew helped because I was kind of in that early stages of relearning who I was and mm. kind of a new identity I suppose yeah and yoga helped me to separate out the days that I was spent immersed in baby land and kind of keep that little bit of the old me. Mm. So that was great. And then I had my second child, my daughter, and same again, we were still living in Australia at this point. So it was quite easy. Everything was a little bit more available. My husband's hours were 
manageable everything was quite compact there so he was home at a good time and I could get to class so that was great and then we decided to move back to the UK I feel like I'm telling you my life story here but it is this real process because each each little stage adds another layer yeah um and with so when we moved back to the UK that was definitely a shift I would say in Mm. my life in terms of the time I had available to myself because my husband then suddenly was working in London mm-hmm. and the hours went from being manageable and he lived and worked you know close to home to suddenly London seven till seven if not mm. later and I was at home in a you know unfamiliar place because I didn't know anyone here when we moved here with two young children so yoga definitely took a bit of a dip at that point and I, mm. I couldn't quite find a teacher and it was just so I I did a bit at home but I didn't have a strong home practice at that point I think I just felt too busy it all felt Mm. quite difficult but then I did find a class and got back into it again Mm. and then fell pregnant had my third (laughs) yeah I had a a miscarriage in between so there's kind of a bit of you know ups and downs of life as as happens and the yoga Mm. practice always ebbed and flowed and then I had my third and I'd say that was the start of a of quite a rocky patch for me because three children under five, husband not really around Monday to Friday. Yeah, I was just getting more and more exhausted and my youngest didn't sleep and all my self-care practices just went out the window. Mm. And I so think... It's so easy to do. It's so easy to do, but mm. I don't know if you found this at, at periods in your life, but once you get in that little cycle of dropping those things that you know make you feel good yeah it almost starts a self-sabotaging cycle where you can't pick them back up again yeah definitely it's it's so interesting isn't it how Mm. we and you you know that those things are good for you yeah 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 you know they're good for you and you can kind of you know that you should be doing it but it's Mm. tricky Mm-hmm. And so I kind of fumbled around and then I did manage to come back to a more regular practice doing a little bit at home and found a class and we were managing it was fine I was utterly exhausted I'm one of those people that tends to always put a, put a brave face on things and yeah. so it was definitely I'm fine, I'm fine. <laughs> look at me coping life's okay yeah yeah everything's <laughs> great um, but behind the scenes was just mm exhausted but when I did manage to come back to my regular class I knew that that one hour and I made myself go out of the house for it that hour and 15 minutes or whatever it was just lifted me and so I Mm. knew I had to keep that and I really tried to make a commitment to keep that no matter how difficult it was but then the next big turning point came when my parents within a year of each other both were diagnosed with cancer and so I had um a young baby still my kids were still mm-hmm. little and then we were going through this traumatic time yeah as a family um so having to to and fro from Dorset where my parents live and supporting them and still trying to be around for the family and it was just yeah it was a it was a very full-on yeah emotionally draining and challenging time and I still had this child who wasn't sleeping and oh. <laughs> we were just exhausted and yeah unsurprisingly fell into a kind of a really difficult patch and I'd never I wouldn't ever have called myself an anxious person I've definitely had thoughts and you know those Mm. kind of slight worries and as you do but I think that was the first time I'd ever experienced anxiety yeah Um, I developed a bit of a health anxiety issue where every little 
sniffle or something made me think I was going to get cancer and die and and it was a challenge and I sought support from the doctor but they just told me I was a busy mum and it was normal and Mm. um, so you know you felt kind of on your own really it was quite Mm. a challenge and then yeah I just kind of withdrew a little bit I would say kind of like like I said pretending I was okay and going doing the school run and taking my kids to clubs and ferrying everyone around and still having this little bit of yoga in my life but not as much as I should have done Mm -hmm. and then a friend took me for coffee and said I'm going to book this retreat and it's a day thing it's just down the road and I think you should come I think you need something something's not quite right yeah and yeah and and again I remember where we were sat and I remember just thinking oh okay okay yeah yeah you're right (laughs) yeah yeah and so we went and I took an indulgent it felt at the time day out because I hadn't really done anything like that for you know if I could quickly claw my way to a class then I could but otherwise Mm. there was just too much going on and or I wasn't around because I was supporting my parents yeah and we went to this retreat and it was in a yurt in the countryside. And oh, it was wow. just a day, but it was mm. so beautiful and so supportive. And I just had this rekindling of, oh, yes, this is why I spent all those years doing this. And I almost feel like I had a real epiphany that day because I came back and I just knew I needed to train to mm. become a yoga teacher to support people not to feel like I had been yeah. feeling for the last few months. Yeah. What an incredible journey. Mm. And sometimes I think we find in those moments of the challenge, it can be so easy for us to lose ourselves. Mm. But I guess you found kind of taking yourself on that retreat, you were reminded of the huge benefits that yoga brought to you, which is incredible, isn't it? Yeah. So that kind of led you on your journey there. Yeah, totally. And I think having, although I had still been keeping up some level of a practice, throughout it definitely ebbed and flowed when things got really tricky like we we're saying the kind of self-sabotage yeah. side mm-hmm. of things but I think immersing myself back in it for a whole day really just brought it back to me why I had yeah. this in my life for so long mm. but it felt like such a, a kind of universe calling type of moment because I went home and had this straight away had this idea that that was what I was meant to be doing and Mm. mentioned it to my friend who was like do it do it do it Uh. (laughs) so I started looking for a course and it was around Christmas time and I came across this course with the British wheel with a teacher who was just down the road from my parents so it meant I could be there and help and and kind of support them still they were coming out of their treatment by that point but still busy and it was one place left oh wow and I took it and I started in the January it was literally amazing yeah yeah Yeah. amazing that's incredible Mm. um and I love seeing your your Instagram and how you now share and support people and it's clear the passion that you have for yoga Mm. and how it does really support us you see it as a whole experience for health and well-being really which is lovely to see So I'd love to know some of this you might have answered already, but Mm. in what way does yoga support you, I guess, now? I know you're obviously, as you mentioned, a busy mum of three. So how do you find yoga supports you these days or has throughout your time? I mean, yeah, definitely has. It's it's such a hard question to answer because there's so many, so many reasons, really, I guess. The thing is, for me, that yoga, like you just said, and I'm glad that comes across on my Instagram, Mm. because it isn't just, it is a kind of complete 
package it's not just exercise or wanting to fix a part of your body or whatever it is a whole so it supports you by helping you feel better in your body like retention headaches or if you're sat at a desk and you just feel a bit stiff and achy so obviously it supports you there but I think for me the biggest part is that it just gives you this space to not have to think Mm. about anything Mm. other than what's happening on your mat in your body Mm. so it brings you right back out from all your energy that's been scattered around during your day or your week or the kind of thoughts about what you've got to cut what's happening next and what's come before and all those worries everything scatters outward Mm. and yoga brings it all back in because you're kind of on this mat and all your thoughts become focused on tiny little bits of your body and the feeling of little, you know, adjustments and movements. So your mind just naturally clears. It's, yeah. it's an incredible process. Mm, definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, I absolutely love yoga as well. And I can mm. remember as you're sharing that, I remember one, one day in particular, I used to go to a regular Sunday morning class where I lived and it had been kind of a relationship at the time it had been kind of a difficult weekend and I didn't know where my head was at and I was feeling kind of you know frustrated Mm. and not knowing how to deal with the situation and I remember almost thinking as you've mentioned before like with the self-sabotage I don't really feel like going to this class it was you know early on a Sunday as well but I just thought no I'm I'm going to go like it'll be worth it I'll I'll enjoy it afterwards and reap the benefits as well Mm. and I just remember as you say, the mind just clearing and about three quarters of the way in, I was just like, okay, (laughs) I understood everything and everything became clear about, you know, the situation that was, that was going on in my mind and everything else, just because I'd allowed that space really. So yeah, that's always one moment that just really always sticks in my mind of the benefits of yoga, as you're saying, it's not just that that stretching and the movements it's what it can give us kind of mentally isn't it so yeah totally and that's really interesting that you had the clarity kind of drop in Mm. during the yoga class I think it's we're so full all the time of of Mm. content aren't we because we're either on our phones or we're talking to people or out and about or we're emailing and it's just such a busy life I don't really Mm. like using that word but it is Mm. and so to have that space in your mind it's really powerful yeah definitely definitely I mean meditation is obviously kind of part and parcel of it but that whole practice as well is is also so supportive for that Mm. type of thing yeah definitely Mm. amazing so I'd love to know do you have a favorite yoga pose (laughs) someone asked me this question the other day and I really (laughs) struggle my on that IGTV series I've been doing I really (laughs) struggle with this one because there's so many that I enjoy mm-hmm. I mean I think I hope it like you said it kind of comes across with the, the passion I have for yoga but for me that passion is really about making yoga accessible there's so much so much media out there that shows yoga as these incredibly complex poses mm-hmm. and so I, I'm quite passionate about sharing yoga that's easy to do at home mm-hmm. or in a class that makes you just feel great so some of the best poses are things like cat cow in mm-hmm. the morning where you're just moving into your body and taking a little bit of a stretch yeah. and some of the you know child's pose is so supportive when you need to just rest and connect and ground yourself so poses like that are always in my top favorites because mm-hmm. I think 
they're completely underrated and they offer yeah. so many benefits and they can be done by everybody you know no matter whether you're super stressed or rushing around there's always a few minutes for poses like that but I think I always come back to a pose called Ardha Chandrasana half moon pose as mm. one of my favorites which is a, a balance it's a balance a standing balance um mm-hmm. It's just very spacious. It feels quite light. So there's a few different variations you can come to. And it always reminds me of being pregnant because my old yoga teacher in Sydney would put me against a wall to be more supported. And it would feel really nice to kind of open up yeah. your bum and, uh, and be held in a space like that. So I think that's one of my favorites. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and something else you mentioned on your Instagram, um, the things that you love. And one thing that you mentioned is soul food. And I always mm. love that term as well, is, um, you know, that, that obviously your soul food is important to you. So what is your soul food? I'd love mm, to know. That's a great question. <laughs> well, a few things, I think. I've realized over the years that I like, a, I like the simple life. So we have a camper van. Mm -hmm. being away and out in nature in the camper van probably one of my biggest joys nowadays Mm -hmm. I just love it I love the feeling of freedom and just being outdoors all day long and yeah it's just brilliant so we we took it to Europe for six weeks a couple of years ago wow and that was just incredible I could have stayed forever so yeah Mm -hmm. that's definitely up there in the top top-notch spot Um, But just generally being in nature, I love good Mm -hmm. food. I like slow days, nice and simple, the simple life. Yeah, lovely. Thank you for that. I love that. Definitely right up my street as well. Yeah. Um, being out in nature and things. Love that. Yeah. Well, your your beach pictures just oh. Oh, <laughs> your morning ones. I would love to live that close to the beach so I could. Yeah, just walk it's out it's there. been. It's been lovely, actually. It's yeah. I was kind of close to trees before, so it's completely different. And at mm. first I was like, oh, I need trees, <laughs> especially when we couldn't really travel to them, obviously, yes. during this last year. But, um, but yeah, I've definitely the beach has massively grown on me as well. So but it's is just it, freedom anywhere in nature, I yeah. guess, isn't it? It's just connecting with that. So it's interesting because when we moved back from Australia, people would say, oh, do you miss the weather? And yes, obviously, it's nice to have a little bit more sunshine <laughs> in your year, but the um, it wasn't so much this, the kind of heat and, and the weather, it was the being by the coast yeah. and having bright, you know, even if it was winter, having the bright sunny days, but being mm. able to be by the water, I just, yeah, yeah it's something really special, I think. It- yeah definitely it does grow on you doesn't it really it's Mm. I think I've been surprised at just being able to go down there and just put your feet in the ocean and again it's that kind of like oh just letting everything go really so there's another (laughs) moment of clearing isn't it these little moments you have these little pockets and you kind of come somewhere like that and it feels so spacious and open and you just feel so tiny that you kind of yeah realize how small you are compared to everything that's going on around you yeah it's a lovely way of putting it definitely Mm. (laughs) so with the podcast being called unapologetically you yeah what would you say that means for you and what makes kind of you unapologetically you great question (laughs) (laughs) tough one (laughs) it's a really tricky one I think I think it kind of echoes what I just said about enjoying a slower life. Mm. I think I'm 40 now and I think it's taken me a long time to realise that actually I'm completely comfortable with who I am and my inherent nature. Mm -hmm. I think I spent, which is 
kind of what's the phrase an extroverted introvert mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I have a lot of introvert tendencies I'm a Leo fire sign but I'm not a typical Leo because you know I spent a decade throwing massive parties in PR for big brands and schmoozing oh, and wow. networking which was great at the mm -hmm. time but I could think of nothing worse now <laughs> you know I did that classic thing as a teenager wishing I could be the kind of louder one in the group and I, I wasn't and probably being a bit hard on myself for that maybe but mm -hmm. now I, I I love who I am and I'm slightly more you know gentler nature maybe a bit quieter in the group but I prefer building more meaningful connections with people and yeah having a slower more enjoyable time doing it yeah I'd yeah. rather be at a small gathering with meaningful people than trying to push myself out there and exhausting myself mm. I need time on my own and I know that now it's kind yeah. of builds me back up again amazing I'd love that answer and I think that's almost shared the journey of how we become unapologetically us as well it's mm. that starting with and it was exactly the same for me starting feeling what like we need to be this certain person or that we're trying to push for that busy lifestyle but actually settling into finding who we are and knowing that it's okay and it's good to have time to ourselves and mm. that quieter life so yeah I yeah. love that answer it's Thank definitely you. a growth process isn't it your whole mm. life because as a teenager you're discovering exactly who you are and it can be hard when you're surrounded by lots of loud personalities and that mm. isn't naturally you mm -hmm. it's hard to stop those thoughts of thinking oh well, why aren't I like that but yeah it's kind of acceptance isn't it and totally yeah I th I'd like to say I think that kind of quality makes me a good yoga teacher because you listen more and you're more intuitive perhaps with mm -hmm. people's feelings and yeah I think it's a more nice awareness. way to be yeah definitely <laughs> oh, and that definitely comes across as well so it's uh, <laughs> lovely absolutely amazing to hear more about you and hear your journey what a beautiful journey that has led you to where you are and to also give you such deep understanding of how you help the people who now work with you mm. so how can people work with you and where can they find you mm. well yeah I'm glad you picked <laughs> up on that because I, I feel like it really is my purpose and my mission to be here just like I said to help women not feel like I did and mm. because I think I had a perfectionist mentality for a long time about my yoga practice that it had to mm -hmm. be in a class in a studio full length really throwing my all into it and I, I would want to support people to feel more comfortable with yoga so yeah. my classes I run a mixed schedule well soon in May <laughs> I will be running a mixed <laughs> schedule of in-person and online classes so if you're Guildford local or Surrey uh, you can practice with me a couple of times a week there otherwise I have Zoom classes but I also run virtual retreats in partnership with a personal trainer and so we have a few of those happening um, throughout the year and some future plans for some in-person retreats treats as well Exciting. over the coming year or so so yes I'm very excited about that so yeah. watch this space um, for those because I think retreats are definitely such an incredibly supportive and nourishing totally. place to be and I yeah. have had some amazing experiences on retreats so I was yes, going to say I bet it's to exciting to share that with other people knowing what wisdom and epiphany mm. you gained from from the retreat that you went on it really is and I think it just it's such a safe and sacred space to be in on retreat mm. and it is this real process that you're kind of arriving and just it's like a big exhale yeah. <laughs> the whole time you're there it's a really lovely 
a lovely place to be so yes that's definitely mm. um future planning now yep. we're coming out of this lockdown phase hopefully Ex for the last time <laughs> yeah exciting and i know they'll be amazing as well definitely oh, thank you <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah where's the best way to find you i know on so instagram you're yes, at um, anna coates c-o-a-t-e-s yoga yeah yeah it's yoga on instagram um i'm there mostly that's that's where mm -hmm. i my preference is to hang out and meet yep. lovely people like you. <laughs> um, I do have a Facebook page as well, and um, it's all at Anna Coates Yoga and uh, on a website as well. So, yeah, you can find out more about me in all those places. My website is just www.annacoatesyoga.com. Perfect. So anyone can obviously reach out there and, you know, if they've got any questions or, or want to know more. Yeah, sure. And I'm always happy to talk yoga and ask questions and yeah, answer questions about, you know, whatever challenges people are facing with their practice. Mm. I should probably also have said that I do work one to one with a lot of clients and that is either in real life or in over Zoom. I have quite a few Zoom one to ones as well. So that's Perfect. a nice way to work. Amazing. Oh, Anna, thank you so much for being here. It's been, it really has been incredible to have you here and hear your journey and share you with the audience of Unapologetically You. So thank you very much. Yeah, well, thank you. It's been lovely. I've listened to a few of your episodes now and they're always such gorgeous conversations to have when yeah. I'm folding washing or doing something really boring. Yeah. It makes it much more, <laughs> much more pleasing. So thank you. Oh. It's been a real privilege to be here. Great to know. Thanks, Anna. Thank you. <laughs>